You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 713, The Great Legion Crossover, part one of two. Welcome to episode 713 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am... My dogs are tired, dude. Mm. Um, and it, and it's not because... But actually, my actual dogs are actually tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we went to the... Uh, we had the uh, multicultural festival in town, uh, and it's not too far from where we live. And so we went over there uh, this afternoon... Um, see some of the bands playing, uh, you know, partake of the uh, of the foods of many cultures. Uh, the kids wanted to ride on some of the midway rides and uh, a fantastic day was had by all. But dang, it was a lot of walking. And um, my dogs, they are tired. Mm. They are tired. I got to say, would, would, would you say they're barking? Uh, oh, they, they, they stopped. They, they have. Yeah. They have since. Yes, they. They are definitely doing that. No, they have stopped really barking um, because we've been back for a couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> mm. But uh, but no, it was uh, it was it was a uh, great festival, you know, and uh, it is the obviously the first one in the last uh, few years, and uh, so um, and so one of the guys at the uh, at the Thai place was saying was saying like wow. We've been doing this for years. It's never been this busy. Hold on. The yeah. place where you buy neckties or the place where you get Thai food? Thai food. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. clarifying for everybody yeah, out well, there. Well, I mean, uh, uh, we have some. We don't know how multicultural you are up there in Canada. Yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. Well, it was all of the things. Um, so, <laughs> Welsh is yeah. very fancy. Exactly. So we had uh, we had some uh, some Ethiopian food, some Afghani uh, food. We ha- I had a, a, a gyro for my lunch, and uh, um, there was uh, yeah, just all kinds of good stuff. And um, and Ella actually, uh, she actually got some. Um, oh God, what was it? What was it? She got. Um, Oh, I have their thing here. Um, Baba Ganoush. Indonesian. Uh, she got this Indonesian meatball uh, uh, meatball soup. And because uh, she saw meatballs, and he's like, oh, meatball. Uh, you know, I think she thought it was going to be like spaghetti sauce. Yeah, Italian. Yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and uh, but and, and, and she's like, oh, but it has egg noodles. I don't like egg noodles. And it's like, you don't know what egg noodles are. <laughs> I think it's noodles made from eggs. Yeah, she's like, probably thinking oh eggs. God. They're she's all like, eggs. I don't, I don't like eggs, so I won't like eggs. Noodles made out of egg. And yeah. it's like, you know what? You, I think we could put nine times, nine, nine types of different, different noodles in front of you, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And mm-hmm. sure enough, she loved it. Ate the whole thing. Uh, the guy was like, "Oh, and we have some. Uh, we have this, uh, this, uh, this uh, soy, soy that you can put into it, and or, and we've got some of this, and we got some of that." And I said, "Dude, it is." All I can do to get her to eat anything that isn't breaded. And uh, so uh, or, you know, like like we've got a limited number of things and that she wants to branch out with this. I'm not messing with it. (laughs) Anyway, I uh, uh, because we have many, many intros uh, to go, I will uh, 
curtail myself there and pass it over to you, sir. Well, thank you, Mr. French. Uh, hi, everybody. Darren Noel here. And guess what? It's Pride Month! Woo! So a couple things, real quick. Yes, the gay agenda is still on. What we want is a decent fucking brunch and for people to leave us the fuck alone, okay? <laughs> that is the gay agenda. Number two. Uh, I thought I thought it was a trapper keeper. No, no. It's ah, not, Kyle Miner lied to me. That, that unicorn uh, <laughs> flying across the sky trapper keeper is only in Kyle's head. God love him. Bless his heart. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. We love Kyle Miner. Who is actually um, ensconced at home uh, battling COVID right now. Oh, dear. Uh, he Ooh, looks like oh. he's okay, but uh, he's – well, he, when you travel all around the world, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a mask, you goober. Um, I'm sure he did, <laughs> but, you know, people are acting uh, – I was I was at the haircut place today. Yeah, number three, I got a haircut. Whoop, gay powers restored. Um, no one <laughs> no one in the uh, – like the opposite haircut. of Samson. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. So, it is. Bruce Samson. Samson's the straightest character in the Bible, okay? <laughs> and come at me if you don't believe me. Um, his power depends upon what a woman thinks about him, okay? Okay. Um I do not. <laughs> um, no one was wearing a mask. So I'm like, yeah. I should have worn two. I should have worn <laughs> two masks in here. So I'm like, we'll find out in a week. Yay. Okay. So number three, DC's Pride comic came out. Yay. Yeah. It, it's great. You should pick it up. Oh, very nice. If you, if you like that kind of thing. Um, I have to tip my hat off to the best Batman ever. And oh. yes, yes, I will die on this hill. Mr. Kevin Conroy. Is yeah. my estimation the best Batman ever? Never did it live action, except probably as a prank or something. Well, but, no, he did it in, in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, well, he wasn't really Batman, I suppose. He was Bruce yeah. Wayne. I he was suppose. Bruce Wayne, but he wasn't. He wasn't Batman, right? Apparently, the the last story in the DC Pride book is a story by Kevin Conroy. Because of those of you who don't know, Kevin Conroy is a gay man. He is a super friend of Dorothy. He, well, yeah, he's in the club. Totally. Yeah. And apparently uh, he, he tells a story about how uh, his life as an actor was not easy. Of course, people telling him you can't be out. And, of course, everyone around him being diagnosed with AIDS because it was the height of the AIDS uh, epidemic mm-hmm. at the time. It was not an easy life for Kevin Conroy at that time. And he got the role of Batman by channeling all the rage of being a closeted gay man. Uh, during those times. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you think about that Batman voice, that's that's gay power, baby. There you go. And, and I love that that has now come out into the open and everyone can understand that place where he's, I'm sure he didn't go into the studio every day thinking that, but you know what I mean? That yeah. that's, that's where he cultivated the rage and, and the, the uh, visceral emotion to be able to be a part of understanding what Bruce Wayne went through. Right in that alley. And so, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. Nice. Makes, makes sense why other Batman can't do it. People who have actually worn the suit and you're like, I don't believe he's Batman. You know, I, I tip my hat off to Mr. Conroy. And thank you, sir, for your uh, for your time and service as our Kate Crusader. And nice. because we have so many people, I'm going to move on to Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Travis Elsor. And this week, I was 90s Marvel UK comics lad. Uh, back back during this thing that we call the pandemic, when it first kicked off, I had a couple little projects I started on the side. And one was 
collecting every single 90s Marvel UK comic. If you don't wow. remember these, they're Ooh. Knights of Pendragon, Death Said 2, all, all kinds of books that no one really bought. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so some of them were kind of hard to find because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But there was like they have a lot of good artists uh, kicked off their careers there. Liam Sharp, Sharp, uh, Carlos Pacheco, uh, many people. Uh, anyway, um, Brian Hitch all through that. And wow. uh, anyway, finished getting them all finally this past week. This weekend, I put them all in reading order as they came out. And also this weekend, I reread the original Death's Head stories just in preparation. So they so good. Yes. Yes. So tomorrow I start with Knights of Pendragon number one. And I'm excited to read some very up and down quality comics. Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Did you just really curious? Did you also include the Revolutionary War uh, like event that came out a couple years ago? That kind of like I'm only doing the the 90s. Okay. Okay. I have Uh, read that. Anything with the actual Marvel UK logo, I assume. Yes. And were you able to get? Is it incomplete? Death's head. You were able to get that too, because I know yes. that's hard to find. Everything. Oh wow! So even the so you have the Doctor and the Transformer appearances in there. Cool. Uh, I think the Doctor Who is in there, but the, the Transformers Doctor, isn't. The Doctor. That's who, why it's called. That's why one of them is missing. That's why it's called incomplete. Okay, I knew something. Yeah, I, it's been a long time since I read that, so hmm. I can't remember what was missing. The Doctor Who stories are also in the original Death's Head trade paperbacks that I have from a while back. Mm. And I've read the Transformer stories before. But anyway, that's me. Cool. Um, over to you, Jim. Hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and this week I am some disassembly required lad. Um, one of my many hobbies is I play fighting games uh, for fun, and I have a arcade-style stick that I use to play Street Fighter and Guilty Gear and all those other games. Um, but my uh, stick itself has gotten kind of sticky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride, everybody! <laughs> so, I, I, so I've been taking a crash course on how to take apart my my fight stick so I can uh, service it. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the entendres are coming quick and careful. Careful. Yeah, <laughs> that Jeez, ice is yeah. cracking underneath your feet right now. <laughs> The good news is these things are designed to be modded pretty easily, so it's not too difficult. <laughs> oh, didn't know that. Mm-hmm. All right, I think it's time to segue out of here. <laughs> G'day, everybody. I'm Derek Vins calling from the future, and this week I am Nerd Kid Meets High Culture Lad. Oh, I have bought myself copies of William Shakespeare's Star Wars. What? If you haven't seen them, it is Star Wars done exactly as a Shakespeare play. Um, yeah, uh, I can yeah. see that easily. Wow. And it's all done in the iambic pentameter, so I've been walking up and down my corridor spouting Shakespearean Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> For example, mm-hmm. prologue. It is a period of civil war. The spaceships of the rebels striking swift from base unseen have gained a victory over the cruel galactic empire now adrift. Amidst the battle, rebel spies prevailed and stole the plans to a space station vast whose powerful beams will later be unveiled and crush a planet. Tis the Death Star blast. 
Pursued by agent sinister and cold, now Princess Leia to her home doth flee, delivering plans and a new hope they hold of bringing freedom to the galaxy. In time so long ago begins our play in star-crossed galaxy far, far away. Mm. And that's the whole thing. It's all done like that. It's brilliant. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Was it? So it was that something that was like done by a group or like one person? Uh, it's one person. His name is Ian Dosha, D-O-E-S-C-H-E-R. They're readily available. I bought them off Book Depository. Nice. Very cool. Cool. <laughs> that is just awesome. I love that. <laughs> they redo the second trilogy to that. I might watch it again. <laughs> might. Right. Might. Yeah. And that's me. You want to feel good about yourself this month. Exactly. Hey, also joining us uh, for the first time. Mm. Um, in, um, in what, I, I can't remember how long we've been doing the show. Um, but, um, 13 and a half years. No, not that, not this one, years. the other show. Oh yeah. That's, that's considerably less. <laughs> it's maybe three years. Um, we are at, uh, we are actually going to be leading into, um, in fact, this episode will be part one and part two will be, um, the L E G I O N P O D C A S T. Um, which uh, is on Fridays on this very feed. And uh, so joining us, we have Alan Murray. So, Alan, you didn't introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Al Sedano, and this week I am Schedule Kid because my <laughs> wife was out of town with her mother for the weekend, and they were going back, since we only have one car now, they were going back to her house, so I had to go pick her up. But also my brother is flowed down from New Jersey to Florida here, and he's visiting my parents, and he is staying over tonight because we're going to Universal tomorrow. So I also had to work out the time when I was picking him up, and she got back earlier than we expected, and they were out later than expected, so wait, what time? And now I go back, and then I turn around and pick things up, oh, and get dinner, and it was a lot of mess of scheduling. So I wasn't even sure if I was going to be here yet, but I am, so it worked out. <laughs> Florida man strikes again, y'all. <laughs> oh, I've not done anything that crazy yet. <laughs> yet. It's the heat. It's, it only, it's only been a few years, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Oh, I expect it to happen. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky, you'll be on microphone. Oh, yay. <laughs> anyway, that's me. All righty, I am Murray, and this week I am Report Card Kid, because I am done my report cards. All the pronouns have been checked, all the grades have been inputted. I am, I mean, honestly, the year's done. Don't tell the kids that, because they got two more weeks, but really, <laughs> the year is done. <laughs> nice. You're working this year? <laughs> I work every year. I'm always working. Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess not always. No. Yes. <laughs> this year I am working. Mm. I am working. This isn't a year of Murray's endless summer. I, no. I just want everyone out there to know it's nice to hear from a man I've slept with. So. I know. I know. It's been way too long. Way, way too long. Way too, too long. long. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Nine, no, years, Jim, nine years by my count, gentlemen. Jim, what, what happens at Super Show stays at Super Show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or gets blabbed about on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> one, one or the other. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's just check. Um, uh, uh, Michael is um, – wait. He told me. He did tell me. Michael's uh -huh. losing money in, in 
rock Vegas because he went back to the Flintstones time thinking yeah, he could no. earn more money and put it into crypto and come yeah, to the future and, ha- and be a millionaire. That's what this weekend, planning. Michael is off on a mission to Planet Ventura, where he <laughs> is hopes he doesn't lose too much money, lad. Mm. So uh, so there we go. Um, and uh, so um, um, that is pretty much it for Legion News. Um, <laughs> that's not that's not everything. Uh, Young Justice ended. OK. Yes. Oh, yes, it did. It's, it's, uh, it's oh, yeah. soon. And it was really good. Uh, they wrapped up the time travel aspect really well. I felt like it was like a really good Doctor Who episode. Nice. Where everything came together at the end. You're like, oh. So it was really it was really brilliant. Uh, the uh, eyeball, Chekhov's eyeball did get used, for those of you wondering. Nice. Uh, so that, that definitely played a part in things. And we have an interesting hook for the next season, should they get another season. So... While it wrapped it wrapped everything up, there is a hook for next season, and I'm I we all know where this comes from from the comic books because it is in the comic books, but I'm not a fan of it. I gotta say, but mm-hmm. we'll see what they do with it. We will see. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at me now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to be doing a their version of a Morrison event. Yeah, that that case. that kind of frightens me. It kind of frightens me to be honest with you. Because um, they set up the bad guys. It's like, hey, look, here, here, here are our new uh, beep. Um, and well, hmm. I, I would say this though. Remember this. This is probably the best version of Garfield Logan I've ever read or I've seen. Yeah, I would and agree with that. Yeah. There's another. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but the Kaiser, the pers- the Kaiser thrall. What that turned out to be. Yeah. I mean, that's not a character you expect to like. I did. It's it's not a character you expect to see ever. Yeah. So, they yeah, there, there are some good surprises in this season. I was so, like, I mean, what? They, they did that good, so maybe they could do that to your satisfaction as well. Yeah, I hope mm. so. I, I have faith. They've, they've been they've been hitting them out of the ballpark lately, mm. you know, this team. That Young Justice, if, as long as you're like, this is an alternate Earth experience, you're good. Well, let I mean, every, let everything go. Let everything go and just enjoy the show for what it is in its own universe. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. Wow. That was that was pretty decent. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, you, yeah. If you like the old Earth Two stuff, where like you know mm-hmm. they got married and had kids and things progressed, yeah, you'll be fine with Young Justice. Yeah. yeah. So, Murray, where do we see such a thing? Where do we? S- oh, you sounded like you had seen it. Yeah, I have my wigs. Never <laughs> <laughs> mind. Hey, which, which you wouldn't need to do if they would just make it available. If, right? you, would just, right? if you would just keep sniffing the glazes in uh, Marie's shed, you'd see Young Justice as well, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, There's two no, other no. items of Legion news. Uh, this past week, the Five Years Later Volume 2 Omnibus came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that collects most of the issues we've been covering the past year. Yeah. And also, the few members of the Legion of Superheroes made cameo appearances in the Pride 2022 oh. special. And that reminds me, thank you, Travis. I forgot to mention that today is the actual sixth anniversary of the Pulse Orlando shooting. Oh, yes. Oh. So that's that's another sobering thing during Pride Month. Um, I was at a bar that night in Atlanta, and I got home um, late. It was like around 2, 33 o'clock. And I always like to watch a little TV to chill out. And go to bed because I'm throwing clothes in the in the uh, washing machine because they smell like probably smoke or whatever. Um, and I didn't go to sleep that night. Mm-hmm. 
you know. Did we lose you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oops. Have we lost Darren? We may have lost Darren. Or a cunning plot to not to read. I, exactly. That's what it is. Oh, that's strange. All right. Everyone else is here? We're all the rest of us are here? Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, well, Darren can pick up where he was, uh, when, uh, when he gets back, but, um, in the meantime, class of 82, uh, votes went in last week for the class of 82 and I'm just checking the winner. Oh, now here's where it was looking at. Like when Michael sent me the, the, uh, the, his notes, um, Oh, no, no. He said he said it was probably Invisible Kid 2 in a close one over Computo 2. And uh, he's correct. Um, 11 votes for Invisible Kid 2, Jacques Focar. Eh? And um, and the next closest follower was Computo, his sister. And uh, followed by uh, um, Yira. Uh, Circadia Senius and Darkseid all in um, oh, all in sort of a dead heat. And were there others? Um, then we had uh, Ollie Three Queen and Olvir. Not getting any votes were Chief Zendak, Antonio Stefanacci, Prince Ferox, Karlak, High Father Clone, and Darkseid's Servants of Darkness. So that is the uh, the class of 82. So now... Hey, our attention turns toward. Hey, hey, can you all hear me again? There he yes. is. I swear to God, I'm going to kill Skype. We'll yeah. talk about it offline, but yeah. Jesus Christ, sorry. Didn't mean to go off there. It just closed out on me automatically again. No worries. We're just uh, going through the mm. class of '83 now. All right. Um, good. Good, good. So here are our uh, our eleven entries for the class of 1983. The following Legionnaires or Legion-related characters debuted in 1983. You get to choose one using whatever criteria you decide, your mm -hmm. rules. Criteria on inclusion in this group are subjectively Michael's own. So here is the class of 83, and I, oh, this is going to be a tough one for me. Um, first off, Ambush Bug from DC oh, Comics wow. presents Ooh. issue 59. Yeah. Comet Queen. <laughs> oh, Starshine, uh, baby Starshine. Yeah, Volume 2, three, Issue 304. Gigi Cusimano, Issue 301. Dream Demon from 299. <laughs> but here's another one. I Stalk Guy. Oh. oh. Again, DC Comics Presents 59. Um, here's another one. Keith Giffen. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, who showed up? Who showed up in issue three hundred? Don't care. No. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Uh, the the uh, the H dial, which showed up, it, it made its first appearance in sort of Legion uh, 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 spaces in the New Adventures of Superboy, which of course are the New Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Uh, mm -hmm. Issue number fifty. Then we get a couple of man. They might, I will, we'll see how many votes they get. Omen <laughs> and Prophet. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, That's exciting, so isn't it? I can't vote for both of them. No, you can't. You have to I'm sorry, one. Travis. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to double register for the site. I'll, I'll take the other one. Dude, I got some stuff to point out to you here in a moment. Um, uh, <laughs> SP officer Neela, Neela K uh, from issue 302. I don't know. I repeat. Who? She, she won't get so many votes. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. Um, and finally, Irk from uh, issue 304. So for me, it's like between Irk, Comet Queen, and Ambush Bug. I'm, oh, and I Stock Guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm at a loss. At a loss. Um, I Stock I Guy is like the honorary uh, mascot of the podcast. So, you know, just I'm saying. Lo- I'm looking at him right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the uh, eye stock guy that exists in three dimensions. Yep. Um, Thank you, Lehman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So uh, so yeah. So head over to our uh, Facebook chip page, uh, Facebook dot Legion of Substitute Podcasters dot com, and uh, make your voice heard on whichever eye stock guy you choose. Um, <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to get into uh, into the issue at hand because, hey, the reason for this crossover is we, th- we thought this would be kind of fun to do uh, because it is literally a crossover between the Legion and L-E-G-I-O-N. And we haven't seen any real crossovers. They've been definitely kept in their own eras. We've seen earlier versions of characters or ancestors of <laughs> characters. Mm-hmm. The closest was like, what, 23 or 24 when it's the Durlin as R.J. Brand writing his memoirs? Exactly. Exactly. But even that was was (laughs) was him remembering after, you know, it was still not people from the Legion's era meeting people from L.E.G.I.O.N. So true. And uh, and of course, this was, you know, um, they're they're all sitting around while uh, things are going badly for Laurel. And um (laughs) And and they're sitting there and Valor's all of a sudden, hey, you know how for years you've been uh, upset about how your girlfriend died? And uh, I saw someone who looked just like her. When, uh, you know, by the way, uh, by the yeah. way, it, because, of course, uh, Valor had uh, inherited the mantle of Superboy as the Legion's inspiration and apparently inherited a helping uh, a heaping helping of uh, of Super Dickery, a.k.a. Valor Dickery. <laughs> he would be the valor he would be the valor valedictorian <laughs> of his class <laughs> mm. how long you been saving that one up to use oh my god it just, it, or it, karate kid <laughs> it, it so just occurred to me it's like oh my god so how could i have never thought of this before <laughs> I mean, we talked about Valor uh, Dickery last week, and uh, that's true. And we never said it. it. Missed it. You yeah. know what? Now we have the official term, valedictory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when when Monel <laughs> is being a dick, <laughs> Valor Dickery. <laughs> funny. All right, so um, so uh, just to uh, kind of um, um, give us the um, the lead in. Uh, we we talked about it last week. Um, so in our last 30th century issue, which was issue 59, which came out May 24th, 1994, 
Um, Joe left Weber's or Weber's world in a time bubble to go to the past to find Tinya. Mm-hmm. And of course, we saw that uh, last week in in, in uh, Legion sixty eight on both shows. We talked about the, those pages, um, and. Um, so just uh, so anyway, we'll get into a, a bit more of the uh, of the sort of notes of it uh, afterward because I, I don't want to kind of be spoily. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wait, no, I get it. It's okay to say this. All right, so because Joe stays in the 20th century for three consecutive issues of Legion, he's gone from the 30th century for almost the entire end of an era sequence. So um, Legion 68. Uh, came out one week after LSH 59. And uh, so uh, so it actually worked out well. And, um, you know, none of this uh, War of the God stuff here. Uh, mm. Left uh, in that issue and uh, and showed up a week later in LEGION. Um, and his story continues immediately in the, in the issue that we're going to read here. Um, but that issue didn't come out until late June 94 um, and was published in between uh, Legion 60, which is uh, End of an Era Part 3 of 6, and Zero Hour Number 4. We'll get there in, in, in next month. Um, and, um, and so his story with FaZe actually concludes in LEGION 70, which came out in late July uh, 94 after uh, End of an Era Part 5 of 6. So Joe spends like a day or two in the 20th century with FaZe, but uh, he won't sh- we won't see him again until uh, Zero Hour 3. So there you go. Just a little, uh, a little, a little bit of, uh, of thought of sort of where things stand with the book. And then we'll get into the book. And um, and so let's do that. Mm. All right. Uh, Darren, why don't you lead us off? You want me to lead you off? Oh, yeah. What? Why me? Because you're Darren. <laughs> Fair enough. Hang on. And I, I just I just need to be able to, you know, crack some. Uh, crack some eggs. Yeah, you know, crack some some uh, <laughs> crack some make crack wise about Joe. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. OK. Uh, yeah. Uh, y'all have been warned. You know who you are. Uh, so Legion 94, number 69, FaZe and Joe together at last. And we see uh, Joe planting a smooch on FaZe and she's not fighting because her hand is like, come oh, here, yeah. you big Rimborian goofball. And we open up minutes sorry, to go. Sorry, hold on. Who did this uh, cover, Travis? Oh, Arnie, jo- Travis, Arnie Jorgensen with uh, James Pascoe on inks. I don't oh. know who did the colors. I uh, couldn't find that anywhere. And, of course, the logo is by Todd Klein. Of oh, course, yes. Because yes. Todd Klein rocks. So we have uh, Strata and Docs. And this is real Docs, not Brainy, just for those mm-hmm. who don't read L-E-G-I-W-N. And Phase, And it's a nice big splash page. And Strata says, Docs, Phase, I'm quitting L-E-G-I-W-N. Effective immediately. And Docs is hanging upside down a bunch of wires. And Phase goes, what? <laughs> like, like you do in comics. Um, let's see if I can get. I cannot get the. Uh, the credits it won't, it won't, blow it won't up. Right. So can someone read that for me, please? Uh, the penultimate LEGI land story brought to you by Tennessee or Tom Payer. Mm-hmm. Uh, penciler, Arnie Jorgensen, penciler, James Pascoe, inker, Gene D'Angelo, colorist, Gaspar, letterer, 
Pete Tomasi, uh, assistant editor, and Dan Raspler, editor. Yeah, and it's called Minutes to Go. So there's mm-hmm. that. And on the next page, Faze says, but Strata, you've been here from the beginning. We need you. Why? And and Doc says, don't tell me it's the Argite business. And Strata says, I was there from the aftermath, the pain, the fear, all caused by us. I swore I'd never be involved in anything like that again. And Doc says, you're overreacting. The Argite massacre violated LEGION policy. It won't be repeated. And Strata says, I wish I could be as sure as you are, Docs, but we've become so powerful. I never realized, but the potential for corruption is frightening. I, I'm just not sure LEGION is such a good idea anymore. And Doc says, you've been listening to Garb. And Strata says, no, but maybe I should have been. And Strata says, so what are you going to – well, Faye says, so what are you going to do? And Doc says she's going to come to her senses and stay, Faye. That's what she's going to do. Uh, Strata says, Garv and I are looking at a few different worlds. We're not sure, but, well, we didn't see any point in waiting since my decision and everything. So we're getting married tonight. I know it's short notice, but – and Faye is like, oh, Strata, that's wonderful. I'd love to be there. You know, thanks, Faye. That means a lot. And Strata looks up and says, I want everyone to come. Everyone docks. And there's silence from the uh, from <laughs> Sounds docks. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like him. And Strata right. says, right. Oh, you, you're done. Oh, three three I'm pages. Done. I'm done. Yay. Woohoo. I'll take over. <laughs> take it over, Travis. All righty. Uh, so Strata goes to walk away after docks is silence. She says, right. Thanks. Thanks for everything, okay? And Paige is like, Strata. And she looks up. Docs, that was uncalled for. Can't you see it's breaking her heart to leave? And he says, then she should stay. He's so sympathetic. And we cut to outside. Someone is using PenetraVision to see mm-hmm. inside. Who could that be? And they come, and there's a green streak. And he says, that's Tenya. <laughs> and boom, we got Emerald Dragon. Scratch. Oh, which way did it go? Which way did it go? <laughs> there you go, George. <laughs> Tinya! Here come the emails from Josh. Thanks, everybody. Tinya! He's like, Timmy! He thought the roof was the door. It's not his fault. He doesn't know how those things work. So, anyway, he comes busting in uh, and he's disrupting Docs and his work. And uh, Docs is not happy about this. And uh, he's all wrapped up in the cables. Tinya? And <laughs> Faze is like, who did he say Tinya? And uh, and uh, Joe is still all wrapped up in the cables. He's breaking them. He's just making a huge mess. Tinya, it's me, Joe. She goes, Jonah? That, that name. I remember that name. And he says, sorry about the damage. I really am. And, uh... Docs is Docs here, core team, alert to lab in lab 23. And Joe's still breaking things. But I've traveled a thousand years. I couldn't put this moment off. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, right? It really yeah. is. Yeah. It's the old it's the old superhero trope of they don't use doors. <laughs> yeah, not at all. And uh Docs says, face, snap out of it, become intangible. And uh, Joe is finally landing beside her, and uh, he concludes, couldn't put this off another second. And he says, take it easy. I'm not going to hurt her. And then he uses, I guess that's flash vision? That's, a, that's yeah. his water vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colored blues. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he zaps towards uh, Docs. He's like, Hoo! 
and then he takes her uh, Tinya in his arms or face in his arms. He says Tinya, and he gives her a kiss, and she's not embracing it like the cover. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's more confused. He's eyes open and like, what? What? She backs off the kiss and goes, oh. uh," And then Doc's again, Doc's the core team. Cancel that alert. And he says, so I suppose you'll be quitting too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Jim, you want to take over? Oh, Jim, yeah. Oh. Okay. If I get all these names wrong, don't blame me. It's okay. It's all good. LEGION regulation section L9C4D3. All disputes among or between LEGION and heirs. <laughs> oh boy. Must be arbitrated <laughs> through the precinct personnel board. LIGON in heirs must not attempt to resolve <laughs> internal differences through violence or other corrosive uh Except where special circumstances apply, see Schedule 960245 Orange. Uh, I'm guessing those are Lobo circumstances, probably. Yeah, (laughs) usually they are, yeah. Lobo or corrosive at Swidey Clock. That's true. (laughs) And so this this name coming up, Jim, just we we pronounce it Mary Jane. Is it Mary Jane? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, so Mar- some- Margarine is what I used to call her back in the day. Well, <laughs> there was a time. That was before, before the weight loss. Yes. Mm. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Strata, right? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah, Strata's coming up the hall. Uh, we see a guy uh, at a door. Uh, and he's saying, Mary Jane, Mary Jane, open this. Come on and open this door, please. I'm late for work. And Strata says, what's <laughs> happening, Beck? And uh, Beck says, uh, she's been locked in the lab all night, the way she's been acting since the funeral. Uh, she still believes Lady Quark murdered Captain Comet? I don't know. She won't talk to me, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid. What if she? What if she's suicidal? Uh, and Strata grabs the door, rips it off the right off the hinges, and why didn't you get help? I swear, Beck. Scratch. <laughs> Beck is generally the whiniest character. Yeah, I can kind comics. of tell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this, uh, with his Legion haircut. He, uh, he, he is the villa of this Blake 7. I know that's a deep cut. But damn. He of this Blake 7. Sci-fi slow clap. You're welcome. You're welcome. And if you've not watched that series in its entirety, what are you doing with your life choices? Oh, nice. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so they're both standing in the door frames. Uh, surprise. And Beck says, Mary Jane. And I guess this is Mary Jane sitting at a desk mm-hmm. uh, looking at computer yep. screens. She says, you, you idiots, you've interrupted my work at its most critical stage. How do you expect me to concentrate without privacy? But but I'm worried about you, honey. Don't you think uh, you ought to get some rest? And she's <laughs> picking up all of her equipment and getting out of the room saying, just stay away from me, Beck. Just stay away. Isn't one brainiac enough for this team? No. Now, I know. She's now, really just, just uh, doxing it up. Yeah, just to give you guys some background, uh, Mary Jane is actually uh, Beck's ex-wife. And um, and for most of the series or for a good chunk of the series, she's been involved with Captain Comet. Captain Comet was killed 
as was like, yes well you know he got better oh take a drink, oh, take a drink. <laughs> um all i know about captain comet is that one time he got kicked in the nuts by dynaman <laughs> well yeah, um, captain comet's been around a while and he had that stint in the 70s in uh, secret society of supervillains yes yes mm-hmm. So. And uh, anyway, Lady Quark was also uh, killed in this altercation. Um, but there is a clone of or, or like there's basically a duplicate of um, Lady Quark that is there uh, infiltrating L.E.G.I.O.N. Mm. Yeah. Like oh. you do. Like oh, you do. and also Beck only married her because he was an undercover cop to get to her uh, father. And she was very, I guess you right. say, obese. And he really had no interest in her until mm-hmm. she lost weight and became hot. And then all yeah. of a sudden he wants her back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because Beck is that shallow. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah. The uh, the eye, um, the emerald eye um, has a hell of a diet program, as it turns out. Yeah. Right. Chekhov's eyeball struck again. Yep. Yeah. Eyeball has a type. <laughs> yes. The eyeball does have a type and it is wronged women who are pissed off at the world. Very or, good point. Or whiny entitled people. Yeah, because yeah. it was because uh, Beck did bad. have the eye for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Strata says doesn't look suicidal to me. Homicidal maybe. Come on, <laughs> she'll calm down later. Uh let's go sit somewhere. I got some big news. Beck says, I've been there for her. I've done everything for her. Why do I put up with this? And uh, he rushes off and Strata's left saying, I'm getting married alone. Uh, uh, Beck walks. That's hmm? pretty much par for the course of Mm. his team. (laughs) And they don't seem like they all get along. Well, they they don't. And that's part of their charm in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, Strata from the beginning has always been the emotional core. So like yeah. Block, Block hardly had feelings, but Strata has all the feelings all the time. So, and I don't mean Block was emotionless. It's just he never wore his feelings on his sleeve like Strata does. In my in my reading of the both of them together. Yeah, he was always sort of curious about curious, but he yeah. was never emotional. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Beck walks into another room and he says, "Mary Jane treats me like crap. Docs treats me like crap." The Gronkin baby treats me like crap. My job is crap. I'm crap. Um, <laughs> check, 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 yep. check, check, and check. Oh, correct. <laughs> 69 issues, and he's finally realized. Yeah. He had a moment of growth. <laughs> while, he's, while, he's type, while he's typing at this computer, he really does look like an X-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is. Yellow collar. Is he looking, uh, so he, looking very L-E-G-I-O-N or Legion, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> so he's typing at the computer and suddenly he says, what? Uh, surprised. And he touches a comm button. He says, back to Docs. You better come down to administrative right away. And Docs says over the radio, what is it? Well, that can't. I said right away, Docs. Mm-hmm. And it's me. Yes. Yes. So... Beck is sitting in his chair, waiting for Docs to come down. There's a beep from the communicator, and a message appears. Memorandum to all personnel from Lural Docs, reform L119. And it comes over the communicator. Please be advised that form L119 must be submitted for each arrest. No exceptions will be granted. And Docs is getting a little, uh, Beck's getting a wee bit woozy. And we cut to the recruits. 
mm-hmm. so we've got Davroth and Amon Hook and um, 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 Xenia Moon, mm-hmm. Moonstruck, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yep. Moonstruck. Um, wow. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Lydia Darkstar and Gigantus. <laughs> <laughs> and the message keeps playing. Um no exceptions will be granted. If you have a question regarding this policy, contact the administrative department. Thank you. And then we cut over to where the message is being played to some of the Legion um, uh, ground staff. Uh, they're getting the same message. And then we cut to where Lobo is getting the message coming through over his uh, space bike. And Lobo goes, sorry, Squirt, life's too fragging short for Mimos, and smashes the communication message and we should also point out in that first top panel uh that's layla from the bloodlines annual i was mm. about to say that mm. yeah so i could just come right. name. Uh, so she does appear actually at least once out, outside of bloodlines so go oh, she, appears a few time. she appears a few times just yeah. nothing major <laughs> and then we cut to lady quark's uh room where she is reclining with snacks and a hookah and we see little baby Laurel uh, on the communicator, and the message is still playing. No exceptions will be granted. If you have a question regarding this policy, contact administration. And Lady Quark zaps the communicator, and her eyes glow red, and she goes, "Docs." <laughs> I have the same feeling at my job when I get another piece of paperwork to fill out, so I can completely relate to this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I get those TPS reports covers done right? Mm-mm. <laughs> and then we cut to uh, Vril Docs coming in to talk to Beck. Docs goes, what is it? Beck goes, hmm? What is so important that you practically ordered me down here? Oh, it's nothing, says Beck. Nothing, says Docs. Nothing, says Beck. I thought there was a problem, and there isn't. You're hanging to, onto your job by a thread, Beck. And Doc's leaves, and Beck goes, so are you. And uh, Doc's is out in the corridor, Stealth comes rushing up, and Stealth says, why the scowl? Oh, it's it's Beck acting strangely. Huh, alert the media, says Mm. Stealth. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's nothing new. Yeah. Do you want me to do this next page because we're coming up to the cut break? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's roll out this uh, this page and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it for a bit and then we'll uh, yeah. Uh, so Docs and Stealth are in the corridor. Doc says, "Where's Laurel?" Stealth says, "Lydia just took him. Have you seen them together? She's really good with him. Mm. I wish I wish I was. How is he?" And above them, there's uh, something on yeah. the ceiling. Stealth says. Cranky, when I told him you didn't want him coming to work today, Doc says, I don't want him back ever. Mm-hmm. Docs, right, defend him. Just have him come in tomorrow and I'll spank his little bottom for secretly engineering the Argite massacre. Docs! And the uh, s- turn into a slurp, slurp, as something seems to be melting through the ceiling. Doc says, I know. You think it's my fault. I shoved him too much responsibility onto him. And he is a baby after all. Docs, says Stealth. And she, um, Lady Quark comes through the ceiling with a flash. Looking quite annoyed, I might say. So are her, power, are her powers different than Lady Quark's? 
Because my recollection of Lady Quark is mostly from Crisis, and I remember it was mostly Energy Blast. I don't think this is the same Lady Quark. It, no, off, this, it is, this is yeah. Dark Lady Quark. Yeah. This is, yeah, this, well, is someone who is, this is someone <laughs> yeah. who has replaced uh, Lady Quark. Um, <laughs> the actual Lady Quark is floating someplace in space. Um, the last we saw. Um, and to fill in the blanks for for some people on uh, Lyril, he is um, Dox's son with Stealth, who we just met. And um, uh, let's say his intellect has far exceeded his um, his, his physical growth. So Lyril so is much more like his grandfather. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, I know this seems like a bit of a cliff a cliffhanger because you know Lady Quark has just burst through the uh, the roof, and we're waiting to see what happens with Joe and Tanya, and we're going to get to that mm. in the Legion episode, which comes out this Friday. Woo-hoo! You'll get part two of that. But in the meantime, <laughs> let's get into um, well. First off. Mm-hmm. What is it? I, I know that it's hard for us to look at it this way because we've all read this story. We know we know how it ends. Um, but try and put yourself to that space at the time where it's like Joe's going back to get Tinya. How mm-hmm. did you feel about it? Oh, I thought it was awesome. And what did you think was going to happen? Like, what did where did you think that story was going? I figured she was coming back to the 30th century where she belonged yeah, and there was going to be a happy little ending. And I had no idea what zero hour meant or what it was going to do to the team. But I figured these two will be happily ever after just like shady and Mon, and everything will be good. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I thought when, when he said he was going back there, it's like, wow, she's going to finally get her memory back. And so that wraps up her entire arc in this series and it brings her back. And, uh, and I mean, you know, she's such a part of the um, of the of, of the of the Legion. I mean, she's a, a big part of the heart of it. And uh, and also it would mean that she leaves um, the uh, L.E.G.I.O.N. team, which is, you know, that's what she does. Um, <laughs> it's been a that's while since I put that down. Um, yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought it was uh, I thought this was like going to be a huge resolution for for a story that by this point has been running for five years yeah. i just thought that you know five years later we're gonna find out that uh that we've resolved that thing that happened mm, the thing that happened back later. then yeah, yeah exactly i mean it would have been nice yeah to have, it, to have it resolved sure i think i actually i'm trying to remember back then i think i actually thought the reverse Really? I, I think at this point with Fender Venera coming out, I think I think I knew enough, like it was a month to ahead that the Legion was getting rebooted. I actually thought that maybe they were doing this to keep Joe, that he was going to go and stay in the past. Oh, yeah. Because I think they I had some preview art for Zero Hour. I think I saw him in there. So I thought maybe he would stay and they would not get rebooted. Mm. Did we know the team was being rebooted at this point, though? We I mean, did not know. Did we? I don't, oh, I, I don't think remember that. how far ahead we do. So. No, the, the fans did not know at this point. We knew Zero Hour was coming, and it was touted as a, we're going to straighten out the timeline yeah. uh, event. It wasn't touted as a crisis-level event. 
So when you when you look at it from that standpoint, oh, you're going to straighten off the timeline because you had you had the problem of you still had characters back from the JSA's time, not a lot, but you still yeah. had them floating around, and that was an issue that was coming up because everyone's like questioning these guys are ninety now. Why are yeah, they? Yeah, they were starting to realize that that it's like oh, our compressed timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you've got when you're kind of playing in these different eras, it starts to move further and further apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you, you get like, you know, like their whole idea of, of you know, Superman and Batman are permanently um, 35 or yeah, whatever. Or, whatever, or 29 initially, yeah. like like crisis. And and so then the, the thing that they kept saying in the modern day DCU at this point in time was they were like, Superman has been around for 10 years. And uh, that's kind of our 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 benchmark is like, mm-hmm. so we if we figure out when all of the others started, you know, around, you know, around uh, Superman's start date, then uh, it's been about 10 years. But, you know, then then all of a sudden you get to the point where you've got like 20 years worth of stuff that that's going into that 10 years. Now, by this point, they didn't have that because mm-hmm. uh, because this version of Superman had actually been around for eight years. Um, but yeah, basically, <laughs> but, you know, there were time jumps in uh, in Man of Steel for sure. Oh, totally. And yeah. uh, and so, you know, it, the 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 timeline when you want to keep your characters ageless you know, it's the old the old uh, bit about, you know, how it's like, well, you know, uh, you know, Reed and Ben fought together in World War Two. Then they fought together in Vietnam. Vietnam and then, it was then they fought together in a non desert, desert storm or whatever. But then, then eventually Kong. What's that? Yeah, it's currently. Start going, Jim. I was going to say currently it's fictional. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so that's where you get, you know, it's like, let's just say it was Karak. Or or whatever, you yeah, know. Totally. Yeah, that it's solves the whole problem, right? It's a fictional event. So yeah, yeah, they did that now for Iron Man and the Punisher. They all fought in the same country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's no time for that. But um, Murray, real quick, I'm trying to remember now. Had the app started then? I mean, could we maybe if I could, could have been, I thought I knew like briefly beforehand. Could it maybe have been from like something we gleaned from the app? But that started by then. Yeah, the app was around by then. For sure, it was. Hmm. Oh wait, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It totally was. <laughs> had they announced the zero issues by this point? They, they had announced they had announced zero hour because they were coming up to it. It was a summer. Well, zero hour's next issue. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. They had announced but, it was going to be a weekly comic, um, and it was going to count down five, four, three, two, one, zero, or something like that, yeah. right? Four, three, and then two, didn't the zero issues three, two, come zero. out straight after that? Yeah, they yes. did. Yeah. They did, yeah. So they would have been solicited, wouldn't they? they, by this they point? Yes. So we all knew something was going to come, mm. but then they picked the numbering back up from when they left off yes. on most of the titles. So you didn't know as a reader that there was a there was a timeline reboot coming. You just knew there was an event coming and everyone was going to get a special zero. And everyone's like, oh, so that'll be an origin story. Oh, and for you most know? of the books, it was not a reboot. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Oh. So it, it became 
the Legion's hardcore reboot that should have happened after Crisis. And remember, that was a that you know that was originally part of the plan with uh, with what ended up becoming Legionnaires, right? Was there was going to be a book with all these Chris Sprouse designs that was going to be like the early days of the Legion in this uh, this modified timeline. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that and that then plans for that got scuttled and yeah. uh, and then we ended up here right um, so yeah I wonder if we uh, uh, if we uh, you know it's interesting because you're right you you, find, you you sometimes hear these things and uh, and they uh, it looked like it was going to be a big summer event like they yeah been, you know like legends or you know or the gods or whatever and then the, things are going to go back to normal. It was not billed as a crisis follow-up, is what I would say. Because yes, yes. There, there were a lot of tie-ins, but it was all happening in the same month, so it wasn't like you had a lot of time to pivot. But yes. when you when you look back on it in hindsight, it does look like oh, they're t- they're tying some threads up here. Yeah. These books are going to end, or these books are going to, you know, either they're going to get a zero or they're not going to get a zero. I think we knew that at that point. Yeah, yeah. It was kind right. of like, a, how do we get out of this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But Legion and Legionnaires were like they were going to keep on marching on. Little did we know. <laughs> yeah. Boy, howdy. Well, they we, would march on, uh, all right. Yeah, they were marched on. Yep. After the others were marched off. Indeed. Yeah. This was the ten. I mean, think about it. You're reading. You're reading the Baxter run, and it ends. And you're like, "Gosh, that was a great run. I can't wait to see what they do next." And then you open up the Legion comic in three months' time, and it's what? Um, it, it was a culture shock to Legion fans at that point. Absolutely. And I, I think only now are we able to look back on it and see it as, you know, really understand the plan and what they were doing with it, and understand the shift. Because even us as Legion fans were like, "Oh my God, they're using everyone's first name." Go back to my notes. Because we didn't have the internet, we're like, who the hell? Who the hell is Breck? Hold on, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you just had to do your homework, and it it, it made you read closer, and it, it, made yeah. you, it made you read all the text stuff at the end. So it was kind of like Watchmen at that point. You're like, oh, they're doing Watchmen. Oh, God. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and then you see after after the beer bombs left and after Giffen left, you're, they were kind of going back to more traditional superhero stories and were wearing costumes again. But the die had been cast at that point that DC's like, no, this is a mess with, with the Superman office. We have to finally clean Legion up. Because now you got two sets of Legionnaires. And that's too confusing for people to understand. So you're getting a full reboot to the timeline for Legion. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, because I, 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 that was you're right. Like it was, it, mm-hmm. you know, zero hour was basically for all the build up, and there was a lot of build up in, you know, in things like like the showcase book and oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And there were a lot of you know seeds being uh, being laid down, uh, but. You know, in in the end, uh, you know, we basically was like we had one month where it was zero hour mm-hmm. and uh, and all the crossover issues came out in that month, along with the four issue mini or the five issue miniseries. And then uh, we have zero month and um, and and we get, you mm-hmm. know, all these sort of, uh, you know, new starts, you know, new creative teams, new what, you know, bold new directions, Darren. Bold. Totally. So take a drink. Take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Series. It it made it made things more confusing because now you have one group of characters 
that look very much like the previous younger group of characters, but they're not the same characters. I used to I, always get mixed up as like was you know years ago where it was like was Dragon Mage um, SW6 or Legionnaires, and I always used to get uh, mixed was, up. You know, yeah, That's he was it. Legionnaires, not yeah. SW6. Yeah, and, wait, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I meant was he um, <laughs> re, was he was he reboot or was he um, pre-reboot. It was, was pre reboot. Yeah. Exactly. That's so was Cat's Paw. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and was Caputo. Caputo. Uh, I, I missed the Caputo character. She was great. You didn't have a reason to have Danielle Focard in the book because you didn't have a Jacques Focard. Uh, exactly. No, I know. Because none of that Yeah, yeah. Good point. So, so it's once again, we talked about this when we talked about Crisis. It's like when you, when you affect the large dominoes, yeah. the smaller dominoes, the ripples logically will ripple out from that. And, and that's the that that was like exactly what Johns was going for mm-hmm. in Doomsday Clock was when you mess with Superman, you break you, a lot of things, you break a lot yeah. of stuff. And and Legion got broken. Yeah, because now you're like, maybe you weren't buying the younger title of Legionnaires. You could write you could read Legion on its own. Yeah, because they had pretty much encapsulated them that they did not cross over that much. Maybe there was a conversation here and there, but it wasn't intrinsic to the stories certainly not so and and i mean you know where it would later end up in the uh you know like the triangle era superman um Mm -hmm. it was not that at this point exactly and then you have to go oh i've got this book and it's it's an issue like 72 and this book is is issue four which one what order do i read them in what's going Mm -hmm. on where It, it led to a lot of confusion i mean it really well, until they started yeah. doing the triangle thing themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they yeah, did exactly. the triangle thing because they kind of had to. But they, yeah. what they should have said, we're just going to publish Legion by 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 weekly. Yeah, and make it the same title and streamline that stuff. But they didn't think about doing. It. No, but I, I think I think that's because they they'd already see they'd already had proof of a book that did well where, where it was uh, essentially a serialized book. But yep. uh, they had the copyright. They had to keep it. Yeah, up. Yeah. it's like Spider Man. They did do that with Spider Man for a while after one new day. They got rid of the other titles and they just just amazing Spider Man multiple times a month. That's but right. eventually yeah. they still went back to going. Well, let's bring, but, but you know, spectacular Spider-Man's, you know, Web of Spider-Man, whatever they. There's a, keep, and there's, there's copyright for absolutely, yeah. and there's always there's also always a legacy to those things where it's like when we say that people's ears perk up when we solicit is like <gasps> spectacular starting again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's uh, that as comics fans we you know we like to hear those things come up again. We like to hear these these sort of buzzwords where it's like the uh, you know. Um, you know, when when something comes up with adventure, you know, we're like, like adventure comics. And, um, you know, these things, they um, they like to play with these things. And, uh, you know, like the word crisis, for example. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. I think I think Legion fans did not know this was going to be a reboot of the Legion until they saw those panels of Legionnaires walking into each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because that meant. Oh, I mean, we had seen characters disappear, but you also saw vital characters disappear during zero hour in that book. So you're like, oh, it's, it's that's temporary because there's no way they're taking Batman off the table. Right. right. You know, because he, he gets sucked up into a time vortex and like Batman's OK because they've got four Batman books. There's no way yeah, they're canceling yeah. Batman. Yeah. Um, or, or make Dick Grayson Batman, whatever. You know, they'll, they'll get to that eventually. Don't worry. Many but, times, um, many times. Yeah, many times. 
when we saw what happened with the Legion on the page, the last page of their official original continuity run, that was like, oh shit. Yeah. This is this is it. This is it. The Legion's not gonna win. They're just popping out of existence because of, of Hal Jordan's shenanigans and of course because DC editorial, their greatest villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be I can't remember what the letter columns were like at that point because I think they didn't have letter columns for the last chunk of Legion issues. I, th- I think after they announced that they were canceling, quote unquote. I mean, they but they must have canceling, been something but, like in, you know, in the very last end of an era, they must have been something saying, hey, here's what's coming up. I, I don't think there was. I honestly mm. don't think that there was because no, the the, the solicits were deliberately vague. Yeah, they were. You talked about a new era, a bold new direction kind of stuff. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, there'll be a new of, creative uh, team. It's going to be great. You know, yeah. it was it was a lot of you know kind of comic book uh, weasel words. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was very funky Flashman. Yes, very much. <laughs> very much. Hey, kids, you're not going to believe what's going on next month. Yeah, and I mean, right. What the hell? <laughs> you know, for people who don't know who Funky Flashman is, I mean, that's where you really got to know your comic book history. For it's sure. true. It's true. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, to uh, that segue. <laughs> and hey, speaking of history. Hey, Michael, do we have anything that happened this week in Legion history? And well, it turns out Michael knew that we did. And so he <laughs> sent it to me in uh, in my email. Of course. Um, so. Here we go, guys. 55 years ago, June 13th, 1967, World's Finest Comics, issue 168, an alien foe of Superman and Batman turns Joe Meach once again into the composite Superman. But when he's going to kill Batman and Robin, his powers start to fade and the alien arrives and shoots a lethal energy blast at the heroes. But Meach jumps in front of them and sacrifices himself. After uh, capturing the alien, the uh, heroes put up a statue of Meech. So, statue, take a drink, please. Mm-hmm. Forty years ago, June 17th, 1982, uh, Legion of Superheroes, issue 291. I love when we get to these ones because it's like, you know, there's no sort of, oh, is that that issue? You know, instead mm. it's like, oh, I, I remember every page of it. Um, yeah, seriously. The Master of Darkness frees both Mordru and the Time Trapper, only to steal their powers. Lightning Lad is in a coma, and on Naltor, the Legion stops White Witch from being kidnapped. But in the process, Invisible Kid glimpses the true face of the Master of Darkness, which turns his hair white. Just you know, up. in a related story, Patty Lapone just won her third Tony Award tonight. There you go. Just saying, Master of Darkness, uh, she exists. She does. Fair, fair. Who um, is shuffling cards? What? What? Deal me oh. in. <laughs> um, meanwhile, in the backup story, the three founders face off against the clone of Malor and find that Garth's coma was brought on by stress, and Dream Girl wins the election as new Legion leader. Indeed. And we uh, we covered that in uh, episode 89. 30 years ago, June 16th, 1992, Superman uh, Volume 2, Annual 4, Part 5 of the Eclipso, The Darkness Within storyline. Uh, Bruce Gordon, Superman, Starman, Lois Lane, uh, um, 
I'll get eclipsed, yada, yada. And meanwhile, on the moon, Eclipso monologues past the statue of the eclipsed Lark and for the fourth time so far. And we covered that in episode 638. 25 years ago, Legionnaires... <laughs> 25 years ago was Legionnaires 51. Oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. The Legionnaires deal with the aftermath of the battle with Mordru, including the very real possibility that they may not be able to permanently imprison the sorcerer. And that, uh, Michael figures we'll cover that around uh, late 2024. Um, 15 years ago, June 13th, 2007, Justice number 12. This was the um, Alex Ross... Uh, Jim Kruger, uh, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Dougie Braithwaite series. Mm-hmm. Um, a few twists and turns remain in this amazing tale of the alliance of the world's most fearsome villains. At the end, Batman reflects on the changes they've made to the world and opines that perhaps someday the world really will be made into a better place. Meanwhile, 1,000 years later, the Legion of Superheroes watch through time as Superman changes into Clark Kent and heads into the Daily Planet building. Mm. So there you go. Um, <laughs> Ten years ago, uh, June 13th, 2012, Legion Lost, Volume 2, Issue 10. The Legion Lost team must decide which fate is worse, st- uh, staying and dying in the present or returning to a future that may be totally different from the one they left behind. Accused of being terrorists, the Lost Legionnaires are hunted by the new Metamerican and his Metamarines. And we covered that in episode 194. And I can tell you what's worse, what the worst fate is. Staying and dying in the presence uh, or returning to a future uh, that may be different than the one they left behind or reading Legion Lost Volume 2. Um, and that, that is the worst possible fate. Hmm. Um so listen to us do it in uh, in uh, episode 194. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, five years ago, uh, June 14th, 2017, uh, Legion of Superheroes Bugs Bunny special was five years ago. I feel like it was like a couple of months back. Um, the Legion always thought they had taken their inspiration from the 21st century's Superboy. But when they try to bring that hero into their future te- time, the team discovers to their surprise the caped champion isn't who or even what they expected. Mm. And we covered that in episode 453. Uh, exactly. 960 years from now, uh, June 17th, 2982, on the eve of Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl's wedding, history is altered by the Time Trapper. Mm. After the wedding, some of the Legionnaires travel back in time to the 20th century and then confront the Trapper at the end of time. The Trapper is revealed as a controller armed with a duplicate of the Miracle Machine. He is defeated and history is restored to normal, as seen in... Um, all new collector's edition C55 and also our episodes 168 and 451. Ooh. And, uh, and of course the next the very next day, uh, June 18th, 2982 in a ceremony on RJ bland brands, uh, private asteroid estate, lightning lad and Saturn girl resign as mandated by the Legion constitution. Brand is then held hostage by Arma Getton. <laughs> 
who tries to force the Legionnaires to help him destroy the entire solar system. Getton is apparently slain by one of his own weapons. The Legionnaires later help Rand build a new star for the planet Graxel, and we covered that in episodes 237. Oh, no, it was seen in, in Superboy and the Legion 237, mm. our episode 454. And that, folks, is what happened this week in Legion history. Um, so let's, uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this up because, hey, you're going to see us all get all of all of us again on Friday. Woo-hoo! So uh, comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on uh, the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. But it's okay, because we're all going to come back uh, on Friday and uh, and finish off talking about this issue. And we will see you. And other than that, we will see you all next week. Happy Pride. Woo!